0: Live on SEM Track Southwest Gippsland ninety one point three FM and SEM Track Latrobe Valley ninety one point nine FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Saturday. big, big Saturday, Saturday, Saturday,
1: Saturday, 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 Saturday. Saturday afternoon. Welcome to you, chilly. I hope your weekend is going okay so far, and thanks for joining us here. We're live at the Currumburra Showgrounds in a wet. And wintry Saturday afternoon. Great to have you company. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Ian Doherty here, your host, and sitting right alongside me uh, until five o'clock this afternoon is my mate Brad Sinclair Sinkers. Good afternoon.
0: Uh, Good afternoon, Wiz. Now, I just spent the week up in Hay, and uh, every morning I woke up and there wasn't a cloud in the sky cobalt blue sky, not a breath of wind. Absolutely magnificent week I've had, Wiz. Welcome back to Gibbsland, And uh, I knew because I've got uh, a lot of history with Karambara and I knew I would be coming here today, and they haven't let me down.
1: No, they haven't. In fact, when I left the Latrobe Valley this morning, the sun was shining as well. So there's an exclusive cloud of dune that hangs over Link Cantor and Garabara. it would seem. The ground looks in pretty good, Nick. Does. Uh, I would say as well, but more of that a little later on. Saturdays in Gippsland here until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Sinkers, uh, the AFL, firstly. Hasn't there been some good stuff going on? The last two oh. games, both close ones. And uh, last night was an absolute bottler with uh, the Demons getting up in the last 30-odd seconds of the night.
0: Unbelievable. Two games of footy already and a total deficit of three points. Two points on Thursday night. To the Swans, to the Bulldogs. Bulldogs should have won. Melbourne by a point last night over Brisbane. And Brisbane should have won. If you were the Brisbane Lions right now, four goals up with about six, seven minutes to go. Well, seven, and they dropped that. 24.7 minutes. No oh, good. It, Terrible. Is
1: this the world we live in now when a team loses a close game that we automatically say they should have
0: won? Oh, well, they no. both no, teams had their chance. No, I'm not saying about any game. Mm. These two games, mm. Western Bulldogs and Brisbane would... They're ones that got away. They beat themselves on both those occasions Thursday and Friday night. Yeah, no question. And that Brisbane one last night has big ramifications coming into finals because they've played Melbourne. Melbourne are struggling. They're really struggling up forward in that front 50. Yeah. And they're playing them into... They played Melbourne into a bit of form late last night. 32 goals kicked in that
1: game last night. But what I want to... So, here's where people get carried away. So, they get up and win. It's euphoric when you come from behind like that in any game of footy. It could be in local footy as well. Um, But suddenly, they're playing Melbourne into uh, flag favourites and all that sort of stuff.
0: I wouldn't say say flag favourites. Uh, They had
1: their pants pulled down for two and a bit, nearly three quarters of footy last night. And they got the first four goals of the game. And they embarrassed themselves three or three quarters of what I'm saying they are, they're not as good as you think.
0: They've got a record at the MCG that's not good. They come there last night, you would need a good start. Their start was terrible. Who? Brisbane. Brisbane, absolutely. Yeah. The middle of the yep. game was great yep. and their end was terrible. Yep. And I, I don't care what anyone says, Brisbane choke. And I've seen them choke on yeah. many
1: occasions. So if you think we're four goals up with seven to play, you put that game to bed and
0: they just didn't. And it goes back. To another thing too, and this is where I have said from day one, I love the six-six-six rule. Yeah. And right now, those two games last night were quite easily to save, if you didn't have the six-six-six rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I do like that six-six-six rule because well, well, it, well that's
1: uh, that's why it was invented. It's presumably. Brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Innovative thinking, and that was uh, Stevie Hockey came up with that one originally. I've got some
0: mates that are Brisbane supporters, and they would be livid. Uh, with that last night, Understandable. that was not, not good enough. Well, so from a supporter's point of view, yeah, do you, what do you look at? What happened in the end or what happened during the day? No, the start and the end. Yeah. Their start was terrible on a, on a ground that they need to play good football on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, their finish was just as bad. Their finish was worse because all they needed to do, one goal ice the game for
1: them. Mm. That's and all they, they needed. Couldn't cool. get Denner, down. Who it. Kicked
0: the first goal of the last
1: quarter, so you would have thought, but well, I think they tried to put it to bed after that. And they really, did. Yeah, they and that, did. it was they a mistake. You've to play the game. Yeah, there so. was four and a half minutes to go, and they were trying to save it. Yeah, they were icing it then, so really, you can't save it. That, that brought me a four up. Uh, so that's the AFL. Great stuff, and we're looking forward to the Bombers and the Cats tonight. So uh, we'll get on to that a little bit later. i a Cats fan, Cadenia Park. So they get a home game today, and this is they're carrying on about. Uh, having to play their home game, well, maybe the fans are, down at Geelong. Uh, it's their home ground. It's a stadium. And the last time Essendon played a home... Or played a, Geelong hosted a home game at Geelong against Essendon, it's nearly 30 years. Wow. So I think maybe the supporters could it's a suck long that way to go, up. isn't it? yeah. I mean, yeah oh, it's just 60Ks.
0: are up the freeway. 60 Talk about 60Ks. Bunyip are 60Ks from Curranborough. <laughs> they've got a bloody bus
1: here today. Well, they, let's these? talk about local today. Uh, it's a, an unusual one. There's a lot on the line, a lot more than just four points in this afternoon's West Gippsland battle. We'll get that in our review shortly. But uh, it's uh, Bunyip against Curranborough Bina today, the Giants and the Bulldogs. Uh, one win between them uh, for the season in 13 rounds, and that was round one when the Giants beat the Bulldogs.
0: And I called that game with Dylan Beaumont that day. Yep. You were up doing Allen Bank. Now, that day we spoke to Ozzie Jones in the pregame, mm-hmm. and it was a great chat with Ozzie. They... He coaches the under-16s. They had their first win today, Wiz. They had not won a game. Yeah, that was terrific, wasn't it? And today, they've run out winners 11, to Curranbarra 2 And I want to just mention a name to remember. Mm-hmm. Callum Kennedy, running around for the Bunyip under-16s today. Looked absolutely sensational. He's a forward, wore the long sleeves, which I always like. Yep. Number one, ran around, did his own thing. He was really good up forward. And a wingman by the name of Albert McCauley. Uh, I reckon he kicked three or four from a wing. Mm -hmm. A really good player. They got some good kids, so there was some. Really good signs. They hadn't won a game all year. We know the seniors haven't either. Mm-hmm. They're struggling. So they're too. Really good to see those kids get their first win for us. Terrific. Today.
1: Well done to the 16s today. It's a start of a great day's footy here at the Karanborough Showgrounds today. And the ground looks in excellent condition oh. too. But more of that a little later on. Other uh, stories in local footy. Perhaps the biggest we've had for the entire year Ooh. today Ooh. at Ooh. Druin. Yes. Uh, in the Gippsland League, of course, uh, the great little champion. Arguably one of the great... Players of in the history of the game, uh, it's been said about Gary Adler Jr., oh. today, makes his senior debut oh, getting... for the Druin Football you're Club at get... age 39, Yeah, uh, after his dad, yeah, Gary yes. Sr., who arguably is the greatest player of all time, made his senior debut at the Druin Football Club aged 15. So it's gone full circle for the Ablett family. And, of course, you can shake a, a tree in this part of the world and an Ablett will fall out. There's no doubt about yeah. that. But there's going to be a massive crowd out at Druin for that one today well, as the little champ goes around.
0: Gary Ablett Sr. at 15. Look, 25, mind you. Uh, he had the build of a 25-year-old at that time. Hey, uh, I've I got to say, too, uh, you know, any chance I get to knock AFL Cairns. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Right. Gary Ablett Jr. played up there for Central's earlier in That's the year. Right. And he held a training night and spoke to the kids. Magnificent. Yeah. And uh, AFL Cairns are still going to town on the videos and they're still doing it. It was about three, four months ago and they're still going. They had a massive crowd of 2,000. Well, let me tell you, they'll get a, a crowd of about 12,000 today yep. at Druin. And 2,000, they would have had it training on Thursday night. Well, no parking at the ground. That's only and exactly.
1: officials can get in. So you've got to park your car somewhere else in town and walk through. I don't even know whether they've got shuttle buses. Our, uh, a great friend of our show, of course, Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy uh, Social Media, is going down there today, and he'll be giving us some updates on the uh, scores and how little gas
0: goes for the Hawks yeah. today against Morewell, And he was out at Creswick, and I don't know if you've seen the crowd out there. He played for Creswick only about a month ago, yeah. three weeks, a month ago, uh, Gary Ablett Jr. And the crowd there, 15,000 yeah, people. Massive. it's massive. Now, I don't care who you are, where you're from, this is the heartland of footy. It's it's Victoria. Yeah, of course it is. But you know, this is
1: uh, this is bigger than that. I'm not sure. With crowds like that, that doesn't underline the fact that Gary Junior might actually be one of the greatest players to play the game. Uh, there's proof of it because people are coming to see him play. Now, June 30, uh, clearance is closed, so we can't get a clearance anywhere else to play any more of these promotional games. I wonder whether that means he sticks around as a few uh, games for
0: Druin yeah i wouldn't be I great da- to see? yeah I, I yeah i don 't think it'll happen, but' it thirty nine I reckon they 've got to tweak that rule that for one of appearance celebrity games, they should allow that right through the year don 't worry about june
1: thirty yeah i don 't know a line it 's complex enough as it is with uh, salary cap and this points system. Oh, and really yeah, well, the administration of this point system, which is a bit of a disaster. We're talking about a one-off, though. We're yeah. not talking...
0: A point system, he comes in as an ought. Talk to the people at Swan Ridge Footy Club about one-off. Well, that's a little bit different. They rigged it. They were, they tried well, it. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. We use that word, of course. They did it. <laughs> they tried to play with the system, got caught. Now, that you uh, Here was not.
1: In fact, um, Brad Sinclair... No, I haven't had the curried egg. After his curried egg this morning, the siren here at the showground sounds more like a prime mover. But we won't miss it. The siren's nice and loud for this afternoon's game. Halftime here in the reserve grade and the home side, 6-12, 48, leading Bunyip 1-2, 8. So uh, as the senior boys come out to start their warm-up here for this afternoon's 2 o'clock start, the uh,
0: Currumburra versus Bunyip. Bunyip, and a real big day for both clubs. Uh, Bunyip looking for their first win, and Curranburra looking for their second. Should be a a great day out here. Hey, Wiz. There's Ozzie Jones just walking past with the hands in the pocket. Congratulations on your win, Ozzie! Yeah, well done, exactly, hey.
1: well done. Hey, just a couple of quick ones on the umpires in particular, the Trade Valley Umpires Association. 100 games today for Josh Bellingham. <laughs> well done to Josh in his fifth year of service. He's doing a great job here. We're kind of building up to a good one here, but here's another one, and these are unusual ones. I like this. Congratulations to field umpire Max Carter, who uh, makes his senior field umpiring debut at Bass this weekend. Alongside Max will be his dad, Paul. Father, son, umpiring alongside Josh Chenoweth, who's the coach of the South Gippsland Umpires Association. And Max's sister, Lucy, will be running the boundary. So a real family affair out at Bass this afternoon for that one. Another one in the uh, uh, South Gippsland Umpires Association field umpire, Dylan Hanley, uh, making his senior debut at Coral Inn this weekend. Well done to Dylan. Now, this one. Whoa. Uh has got me uh, a little. I was just taking a bit of notice of this. It was a Jeff Fest at Nanagoon last Saturday. Well, what happened? Well, it was a Jeff Fest. Okay, so I need you to concentrate on this one. Uh, last week, uh, it was Nanagoon versus Kueh Rupp, and a pretty good game of footy it was, but there were Jeffs everywhere. Both Jeff Parkinson and Jeff Haddock were the goal umpires in that game. And of course, Jeff Haddock, um, uh, goal umpire with us today. And Jeff Smith was blowing the whistle in the middle. There were Jeffs everywhere. Bloody Jeff. Bloody Jeff, Jeff. that's true. Why, Jeffs everywhere why got, in that one. Wake up, Jeff. Nah. <laughs> no, that's the Wiggles. That's a different <laughs> that's one as well. Wiggles. That's what you'd say if they missed the decision. We, we missed out a real opportunity to cover that one off there, no <laughs> doubt about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. All right, time's getting away from us here. Plenty going on in Saturdays in Gippsland. It's time for us to get to our Ellen Bank preview for this weekend's action, Brad.
0: Oh, well... Um, be nice and wet and muddy in some of the grounds up over the mountain. We're only over the mountain. and you About half an hour, hour away and you get up to the Allen Bank competition. And around 15, Lang Lang at home sitting sixth. Take on the 10th place, Catani. And I'll tell you what, Catani were pretty good last week. And he went down by 16 points to Trafalgar. So that's not a lay down, Mazaire, because Lang Lang struggled, struggled against Darnham and only won that
1: by eight. Yeah, true. I think I like the Tigers in that one at home. And imagine that surface today. Even with this rain, it'll be perfect. So yeah. uh, I'll go for the Tigers. Yeah, I'll go and for the round, Tigers round as well. 15, can you believe I that? I know,
0: but don't be surprised about Catani. They've come good late Trafalgar sitting third at home to the top placed Bullen Bullen. Should be an absolute ripper, this one. Bullen Bullen just uh, dispersed of long worry by a lazy 158 points last week, Wiz.
1: Yeah, there's a good test for Traf. and this is, of course, the SEN track 91.9 Latrobe Valley uh, match of the day called by Dylan Beaumont and Robbie Goodwin uh, and it should be a beauty at Trafalgar. That'll be nice and warm upstairs in the uh, commentary area there.
0: Oh, well, you'd want to be too. Yeah. Uh, Long Worry, who copped that flogging of 158 points to the hands of Bullen Bullen last week, sitting seventh there at home. They take on the ninth place, Niora, that weren't too bad last week. Went down by 12 points to Allenbank. But I'm, I'm going to go Niora, even though it's away. I think they'll get Long Worry.
1: We, we're, we're against each other. Here. I reckon the Crows are going to bounce back with a win today at home. Oh, wow.
0: Well, well, keep an eye on that. Uh, Allen Bank at home, second place. They take on the fifth place, Poo Wong. This is a big game, this one. Poo Wong need to win it to jump clear of Lang Lang because if Lang Lang do beat Katani, they're on level points mm. and they've got Allen Bank at home. And I would have, You were there a couple of weeks ago. That ground wouldn't have recovered. Just a lot on the line and there's been a little
1: bit of rain since and even today, I, that's going to spoil this game. Yeah. I, 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 I'm staggered. That someone hasn't intervened here, inspected that ground and, and moved it from mm. somewhere else. There's no home ground advantage no. for the Eagles there, none at all. It's just going to destroy a really important game of footy. And uh, just a, as a, uh, a red flag to that one, just not good enough. That one should not be being played there. We called this one 12 yes. months ago, Ellenbank and Puong and it was an absolute beauty. I think Puong getting up with a gas. Last, last 30 seconds. Yeah, to uh, McGuinness, yeah. it was, in the last 30 seconds. They won by one point. So uh, it was a beauty. And uh, wouldn't it be nice to see something of that standard again this year impossible because uh, whoever it is that's uh, responsible for it's allowed this game to go ahead on this venue and it will be in appalling condition I can tell you that for a fact.
0: Ongoing Allen Bank
1: You? Uh, I'll say that we won't know the result because both sides will look exactly the same (laughs) by half-time. You won't know who's kicking the ball or which way they're going. It'll be just complete mud. We were there a few weeks ago. It was a joke, and it will be again.
0: Yarrigan at home, sitting eighth, take on the winless bottom place, Neil Medanam. And I think Yarrigan will get the job done, but... And Darnham have improved the last month. So. Well, we've
1: seen an improved oh. Yarrigan this season in that cop. and we know Nilmer have improved. I'm not sure whether LJ is playing in this one again or whether no, he's, he's not. moved on uh, or whether he's injured or they're saving him for the Nathan Buckley game, but they have improved somewhat. Yarrigan's improvement seems to have just stalled a little bit. These two might be closer than you think, but I expect we'll, the Panthers to get it done. Well,
0: as we've seen in the AFL, you come off the bye... Yarrigan are coming off the bye, Whizzer. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, they might be in a bit of trouble today. You
1: think they could be a bit vulnerable?
0: I'm going to go Yarrigan, but look out. They might be complacent from the bye.
1: All right. And speaking of the bye, Nearham South have that one this weekend, a weekend off for the
0: reigning champs. Yes, they have. And they'll need to put the feet up. I'll tell you, just quickly on Nearham South, they're sitting fourth, that percentage of 276. They're 10 points off top place, but they're 50%. Clear of anyone else in the competition. Well, that not... tells you when they win, they win well. Let's talk about the ladder itself, if you wouldn't yes. mind. Brad, you've got that in front of you. On top, Bullen Bullen on 48 points with a percentage of 229. Alan Banks sit in second spot on 44 points with a percentage of 205. Trafalgar in third on 40 points on 118%. And as I said, Nearham South on 38 points, but a percentage of 276. Now, this is where it gets interesting. is sitting fifth on 28 points. So they're 10 points away for fourth. So that, yeah. that's not even in the ballpark. So then. they can
1: only finish fifth, really, yes. mathematically
0: almost. And they're on 98%. But in sixth is Lang Lang on 24 points, and they're 84%. So they're only 14% uh, in a, uh, behind Pu Wong. And as I said, Lang Lang beat Katani today, and if Allen Bank beat Wong, they're on level points. And right now, there's 14% uh, uh, separating the two. So I don't think they'll pick up 14% in this weather today, but if the, that goes the way we think, it's going to be very close. So they're
1: not going to pick up any
0: percentage in the conditions they're going to get at no. Allen Bank? No. No, it's not what you said. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's But that's why I'm saying yep. those conditions... Have impacted a really important contest. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know whether someone at Ellenbank Bank to put their hand up, or someone oh, you're never gonna at do the that. league's going to put their hand up. You're never going to do it. Why that. would you not put your hand nah. up? No. Say no. We are going to keep our home game. What for? It's not even a ground. Well, I'll
0: tell you why. You wouldn't miss. herd cattle on it. I'll tell you why. Because you're probably looking at about uh, anything between five dollars and $8,000, Wiz. Yeah, no, I
1: get that. I do understand that for sure. So I've, uh, I've got some chips for
0: Paul Fermanis when he comes in
1: too. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> All right. Now, it's almost time for us to take a break here on ACN. This is Saturdays at Gippsland. And uh, we've got a coach interview coming up. We will be talking to uh, Karambara Boonies senior coach Paul Fermanis uh, prior to today's match of the day. Hot or not, don't forget that one. And come on, man, as well as a full preview. ..of the West Gippsland. Around 13 action this afternoon. Uh, And, of course, we're at the Curranborough Showgrounds today for a really, really important game today. Much more than four points on the line. It's a grand final for Curranborough and Bunyip today. And uh, bragging rights on a wooden spoon for the side that goes down. So there's a fair bit on the line here. Uh, So so plenty to come for Saturdays in Gippsland. We're going to take a break early now, if that's okay, uh, Blake. And uh, when we come back, we'll have the uh, curranborough Beaner senior coach uh, joining us. And we're getting a bit early so he can go back and continue his warm-up and get ready for today's game. So break coming up, Saturdays in Gippsland. More right after this.
0: Live on SEM Track, Southwest Gippsland, 91.3 FM and SEM Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Saturdays,
1: Saturdays. Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed. Hope your weekend is travelling well this Saturday afternoon. We're live at the Currumburra Showgrounds for later on this afternoon. The match of the day between Bina and Bunyip. And a lot on the line in the SEN track match of the day this afternoon. We're very, very lucky, Brad, that uh, joining us in the Alex Scott and staff broadcast van uh, this afternoon is the senior coach, the playing coach of Bina. Paul Fermanis. Paul, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. No, thank you very much. It's uh, good to be here. and. Yeah, it's nice to be chatting to you boys. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you. We go back a little way in your Southern yeah. Footy League days. We are just years. talking about it off air. You've settled in the area and things are going pretty well. You love it here.
2: Yeah, no, we do. Uh, me and my family. Uh, been here for just under two years now. And, yeah, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So yeah, it's okay. um, settled in nicely. Met some great families. And, yeah, love it. So. It's
1: bigger than footy, isn't it? But you're on a development curve here. So you feel like you can invest the time. Correct, and not yeah. have to be sort of forced into moving around. Cause you've been a few clubs in
2: your time, four or five. Yeah, been at a few. Obviously. Pretty much just wherever I've sort of moved to, um, yeah. sort of followed my football. But um, yeah, here it's just great. You know, it's a slower lifestyle pace for yep. us, which is nice. And um, especially coming out of COVID, it was nice to spend a bit more time, yeah, you know, just together as a family. It's uh, it's been good. So you actually moved here as a player. You weren't correct. Yeah. You weren't going to coach, and no. all of a
0: sudden this year,
2: what happened? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, when I when we moved here, um, Troy, the ex-president now, was obviously present here. Uh, got in touch with me and. Um, you know, I sort of was weighing up what I wanted to do, whether I stay at Somerville or come up here, and you know, and it was an easy choice. You know, just staying, being where you are, where you live. Um, so yeah, made the change and. That's um, no, been good. It's been really good. So. Yeah, you had a
0: go at the bakeries in town. Uh, <laughs> been here a couple yeah. of years. I'm now, sure you've had done, a go. I don't know how it you it.
1: guess this, Paul, but based on your physique and looking across the Brad's <laughs> physique, I reckon no, he spends more time in the bakery than yeah,
2: you do. No, no. I, every every week, every day, I'm uh, in one bakery yeah. oh, with I my waffles. You, you've no, looked after Cal- yourself. Be careful of baked goods. No, That's all Ke- I'm saying. Kelly's bakery is really good. I think they're yeah. a proud sponsor of us. So oh, it's, oh a, good. Get around them, and there's a couple in here, so I've done a bit of damage in both of them. So. Been so, been how's the
1: season been going so far? How would you rate it?
2: Oh, it's, How do you oh, measure it's success? To, yeah, it's hard to rate it. You know, it's... Uh, I obviously started coaching because we... Uh, previous coach Lee Cole stood down. Yep. um Change of committee and everything. So, it's... The club's sort of... Uh, It's all new, really. So um, obviously just took it on uh, just for the year. And um, look, it's it's, it's a tough one to measure, but the boys coming through, they're going to be some special talent coming through. We've got a debut on today, Zach Barrett, uh, playing his first game. Um, So it's a really special group and one I sort of believe in if they stick together for the next four or five years. We'll have some success. Um,
0: Yeah. I... uh watched the under 16s game uh, this morning and obviously you've got a few uh, you haven't got the 18s playing at the moment there was a couple of good kids in the 16s running
2: around though and so there looks like there there are some kids around there is yeah there's some really um, good talent obviously in the fourths um, some big boys too yes. in there. You know, I think yeah. some of them are already you know, ready made senior players for us um, so yeah I, the club's in good hands it's, just, it's more about trying to keep them um, obviously there's bigger clubs and towns around, yeah. around with money whatever it is but the 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 bonds that they've made the friendships and families they've got here um, it's special and you know if they can stay together for as I said four or five years you know there's no doubt about it they'll have some success Will they stay together with uh, Paul Fermanis at the head? Uh, It's (laughs) a a big question up front. Yeah it is but it's It's whatever's best for the club. I think, you know, me personally, I think they need someone, probably someone else. Yep. Um, But that's discussions I've spoken with the club about. Yep. Um, I'll definitely be around, so I'm not going anywhere. But how old are
1: you? 35. So you can
2: still play for a couple of years if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I never want to be that bloke. It's more about my body. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, so you're a long time out of it. Have a look at these yeah. two old blokes. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, you guys are good, Nick. I <laughs> do. Oh, yeah, there's a few big boys out here. You guys <laughs> are better shape <laughs> than them. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, whatever the club wants to do, I'll, I'll always back them. And, you know, we're just honest and open, and it is what it is. And, yeah. Yeah. When yeah.
0: you've moved here now, you've been here a couple of years, and you've brought a house, you've moved the family, this is it. You're yeah. going to be here for a while. So it's a sort of club, too, I would assume... When when you do retire and you're not coaching or playing, it'd be a good spot to come down and have a frothy with the locals. Oh,
2: absolutely. And there's a nice fireplace out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah. well, I can't wait to, uh, for whenever that is, you know, to be standing there and watching the boys, you know, they will be 100 games into their careers and it'll be yeah. good just to stand back and watch them. And, and, and you, you've played a
1: role in it. So I've, I've really thought this, and I think I've said it before, in today's age, different to where Brad and I were, Brad had 20 clubs, right? Yeah. but I was a one-club guy, like oh, most of us were. That's what happens that's... when you but can play, with yeah, clubs you know, come I can after you. So I, I just hit in one place. <laughs> but yeah, it is a different world. And, and it the, is. Just behaviourally, the personality type of players these days, they do move around, and you're a good example of that. Yeah. 460-odd career goals, and what, five... Uh, got to be four or five, maybe six clubs in that time.
2: Yeah, there's been a few clubs with me. So
1: my my, my question always is to those sort of guys, it's not a criticism because that's the way the world is now, when it's all said and done and it's wrapped up and you hang the boots up for good and you and the Dale and the kids turn up, what club do you call home that you can turn up and have a frothy and belong? Yeah. What's home?
2: Uh, well, home is definitely Oakley Districts uh, in the Southern Foot yeah, League. Yeah, um, Well,
1: they're in the Eastern now, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually.
2: Yeah. Um But to me, every every club, I I would feel really welcome mm. at every club yeah, good, I've been at. Good. Um, I think I've had a good impact at every club. Yeah. Whether it's been for one year at Hillsville or you know the three four years I spent at Somerville. I've had made some really good friends yeah. there and
1: good impact. So I wouldn't argue that. In fact, um, Brad probably couldn't say the same thing. But if you leave it still with the relationship
0: oh, no, 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 no. I'm welcome at every club that I go to, is <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah. I mean, um, I still get emails and letters to come back oh, and really? talk at these clubs. Oh, uh, so no, I mean, hey, hey, While we're on that, Somerville, was there any um, thought process when you got the coaching role here to pick up the phone to Ryan Gillis and Nathan no. Gillis?
2: I, I did. I did oh, speak. You did do it. <laughs> yeah. but not, not that we're talking out of school. <laughs> so. um, no, I, he was one of the first. I spoke to him and his brother. Obviously, they had committed to Coraline. Um, At that stage, so I think when I took on the coaching, it was December, so it was quite late. Yeah. Um. And I didn't want to be that bloke that poaches a lot of blokes that are happy at clubs, you know. And to be honest, we probably didn't really want too many Melbourne players either. You know, we've lost about ten to Melbourne, but I think local talent's the best thing that we can do as a club moving forward. Um. And I think the club's going to stick with that. So. Hundred percent.
0: When you're talking local talent, too, I watched a kid here a couple of years ago, Reece Dixon. Yeah, uh, running around now. If I remember rightly, tallish body, played in, up in the goal square, and had a beautiful mullet. Is yeah. he still looking the same one? <laughs> I think he knew you boys
2: were coming today because <laughs> he's had a fresh shave. I ah, think that's all he's got. He's has right. got a dirty mullet. If someone told him the the front. that radio is not video, it's just no. Radio. That's, yeah. uh, he's got no, but he's got a head for radio, so that's all right. <laughs> look, he looks <laughs> a likely type, though. With all jokes aside,
0: he looks very
2: handy. up oh, front. It's extremely handy for us. He's actually been playing off a half back the last yeah. probably oh, month. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, today he'll. Go back to probably being a mid-forward, but yeah, he's been super for us coming back from Stoney Creek. Um, Good stuff. Good
1: good stuff. Hey, Ty's got away from us, Paul. Really appreciate you giving us some time. This close to game time, uh, you've got to be preparing yourself, so for you to come over and talk to us, we really, really appreciate it. you're welcome. Uh, How are you going to get it done today?
2: Just just through effort, Uh, honest effort, uh, a lot of teamwork, a lot of stuff we've been working on, and just executing our basic skills, which has been sort of letting us down previous weeks, so... Uh, hopefully, today's the day we notch up another and a win. Quick one just before yep. we
0: go. You are keen to go on as a senior coach next year, aren't you? Uh don't
2: know. Don't
1: not know. sure. We'll work on it. Out. Sure.
0: Not too sure. We've right. got that <laughs> answer earlier
1: on. Hey, uh, time for us to keep going. Thanks move so much, on. guys. Thanks so much, for Good day. talk to Cheers us boys. today. Talk. And good luck. We'll probably talk to you uh, maybe after the game. So we'll grab you probably after the game to have a yak if you have a win. So there's Paul Fermanis, the senior coach, Currumburra being football club for today's match of the day here in the West Gippsland competition. He speaks nicely, Paul, doesn't he? Well, more importantly, he likes the bakeries. He's a good boy. Well, I'm, I can tell you, I've seen him play a fair bit of football yes, Association Southern. And he's a beautiful footballer, he is. Paul Fermanis. I remember
0: seeing him at Oakley Districts and Somerville. And uh, I didn't know he played at Healsville, actually. Yeah, so that was yep, interesting. So I, I didn't know he it. played up there.
1: Um, I see if there's any others. I did have it written down, actually. Um, uh, no, Noble Park as well. We didn't talk about that. Former Noble, Noble Park, Park player as well. You don't get a run there unless you're a Fanningham good player. Yeah, and I remember some 460 career goals for Paul, so he knows his way around. He
0: was good in round one. Uh, he only got the one that day uh, against Bunyip in the corresponding game. He was good here last year when I caught him in a night game. Uh, He's still playing good footy at 35, so good to see.
1: Good on him, Paul Fermanis, and wish the uh, Giants luck this afternoon. All right, it's time for us to go to, or at that time, every Saturday morning we have a little segment called Hot or Not. Hot or Not, for Donaldo Motors, home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery. Time, it's time for this one. Thanks to Denel Motors joining us today And uh, first cab off the rank bed. You can
0: go first if you like. The exact order of the West Gippsland top six is already set. Hot or not? Hot. You reckon it is set? I'm.
1: already hot. hot. No. Hot of this is my shorts. I can put things in it. Not a chance. i Oh show me. Yeah, Warragal Inkl.
0: Kilka- yeah, yeah. Anything the exact can happen order. there. Anything. Not that exact order. Coraline could well, that, jump from the fifth question. to fourth. The, no, the exact I, I, order. No, nah, no way.
1: I, I say hot. Wow. So that's Inverloch, Phillip Island, Turidan, Nunagoon, Coraline, in that order. Warrigal. In that oh, order.
0: We'll revisit that in round 18. Well, it's not far to
1: go. Round 13 action coming up this afternoon. All right, my turn. Bullen Bullen's lack of a dominant goal kicker is a good thing for the team because it shows balance. Hot or not?
0: Well, yeah, I'll go with hot. Yeah. I'll go with hot. And
2: hard, you I'll
0: use Philip Island as an example. They haven't got a goal kicker in the top 10, but he's got a good spread. Yep. Right across the board. Yeah, they do. There's
1: a lot of talent. By the way, I there's one guy that goes forward and kicks a handful every week. For Bullen Bullen? Yeah. Bob McCallum. Yes. Yeah, kicked a few uh, four last week. And there might not be a classier forward in the competition than Bob, to be fair.
0: Love to see him play on a nice dry ground. Yep. Well, you might get that grand final day, because I reckon they're going to be there at the pointy end. All right, There's uh, next one.
1: There's a new flag favourite in the Gippsland League, and that's one faggy footy club. Is that hot
0: or not? That's damn hot. I think they are. Damn. I like that the top four in that comp are all on 40 right now. Yep. One Faggy defeated, obviously, as we know, they yep. defeated uh, Lee and Gatha last week, but they just didn't defeat him in the end, Wiz. They did it quite easily by 17 points. That mightn't sound like a lot, but you tell me another club that's kept Lee and Gatha to four goals in a game of footy in the last five years. No one. Yeah. Damn hard. Probably not, but I, I'm going to say not. Okay.
1: I'm going to say not. No. Nah. Discounting the fact that. Lee and Gather went some 30 odd games undefeated, and they are still a pretty good footy team. Gary uh, Ablett Jr.
0: Yep. will be Druin's best player today, even at the age of 39, hot or not? Hot. Totally Is hot. That hot? Do you Nothing know what I'm hot. talking about? He's played uh, this will be his fourth celebrity one off game this year. And he's been best on every other game. Yeah, and
1: I think Gibson League he should be able to do that easily. But aside from that, I've said it before, on this show already, he may be one of the greatest players in this game of all time. And, uh, He's going to show everybody in Drew in this afternoon. They are
0: taking on the sixth-place mall, so that might... I
1: think the Tigers are in for a bit of a bath yeah. today. Uh,
0: he's got to have some mates around him. Though. They only won their first game a couple of weeks ago. Clubs! Oh, it's your call, sorry. Oh, OK. Clubs that
1: consistently don't have under-18s and under-16 sides should find a way to get... Uh, we should find a way to get rid of them or fold. Clubs that can't produce juniors at all and rely on taking players from other clubs to keep senior teams alive. Is that hot? Or
0: not. Yeah, I like that. That's hot. That's
2: it's a hard friend, line, though. But it ain't no good if you're well, in the
0: jungle. It is a hard line, but these clubs are going to fold if they haven't got juniors. You can't afford to pay them what they want. Uh, You've got you got to put your time. And this is what I like, what Bunyip are doing here, and also what Paul Fermanis said about what Curranbarra are doing. Yep, they'll feel the pain now, but they'll be around in another 50 years, too. It's hot for me. Yeah, okay, that's hot. Good on you. Hey, uh, looking at that, and it's
1: uh, it's uh, 136 here. We've got to throw it to a break. That was hot or not, thanks to Donaldo Motors, your official Mitsubishi attractor dealer in Gippsland, is Donaldo Motors, Mafra and Bearsdale. Nice people at Donalda Motors. Get down there and say good day to them. Uh, we've got a very early finish here, probably a product of under-16s first and now reserve grade. The reserves game is over, and it's only 25 minutes to two, and we've got a 10 past
0: two start. We've got the 30 minutes before the next one starts. Well, you know what uh, that means, Wiz. It won't. It your, won't. Pet hate, your pet hate when the seniors start at 2 o'clock on a broadcast game, no. they'll be starting at 10 to 2 today. <laughs>
1: it won't. It's as simple as that. Anyway, it's still planning to come on Saturdays in Gippsland. Come on, man, and our West Gippsland preview. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Back with more after this.
2: Live on SEN Track Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM and SEN Track Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. You're
0: listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Saturdays, Saturdays.
1: Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland, and we're live from the Currambula Showgrounds for this afternoon's big game. And uh, the getting is underway very early here this afternoon. We'll get to that in a minute as the uh, Giants run out on the ground. <laughs> some 30 minutes before the game is scheduled to start. This will end up being another little uh, fight with the, you know what. But good on him running through the banner. There it is. All right it's
0: time for Come On Man Come oh, On Man Come On Man Come On Man Come On
1: Come On Man it is All right now I'll start if you want Oh you've got a couple so do you want to start Brad?
0: Ah, oh, look the first one the Gold Coast Suns during the week, the Stuart Jew sacking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, a week before they sack him, no, nah, safe. He going on. Yeah, he's, he's our coach in 2024. And poor old Stuart Jew believed that, would have believed it like I would, like anyone would. Yeah. You can only, you know. And so often over the years we've been told, as soon as they say that you've got the backing, you are gone. As soon as we go like the NRL where we can make these decisions and come out and say it, I'm leaving this club or we're sacking this player or this coach, the better. Stop taking the average football punter for an idiot. Gold Coast Suns, come on, man. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, and it's an absolute feeding frenzy. There's some reporters that only exist for a coach to be sacked. Um, My come on, man, this week. Uh, coincidentally, on the same subject, uh, I'll read it this way. AFL reporter Caroline Wilson oh. has discussed how she was left staggered, in her words, at the fierce, fierce backlash that she received after reporting the Gold Coast Suns were on the precipice of sacking, precipice of sacking coach Stuart Dew. Uh, a report that turned out to be completely on the money. She was staggered at the backlash. Really? Staggered. Come
0: on, man. <laughs> Yeah, I I sorta of get it. She's got a job to do. She knew what was coming. She she what I like, she was right. She yeah, went early and she was right. I get all that, but I, I so
1: the problem with it is and I listen enough talk back radio about you I'm sick of this News hounds breaking the story, trying to go as early as you can, and it's like they're picking up, oh, this guy's undone issues today. That could be, you know, what if they sacked him for that? They just want someone yeah. to be sacked every week because then you. they get this feeding frenzy about who's going to get the job. It sells lots of newspapers, I get all it that, does. right? But what I don't like is when the fans go, hey, we've had enough of this crap, right? He's calling that out. We get told, no, you don't understand journalism. So yeah, I've got some news for you, journalists. <laughs> you don't understand the punters.
0: Oh, I, I, I'm with you. When they get it wrong. Would you have preferred her not to report what she reported? In, in hindsight now, she was right. Would you... Would you? If you knew you were right, would yep. you go with it?
1: Well, we don't know if she was. I, well, she I, was. I, I'll put it to you that when she brings out in the media, you left the club no
0: choice but to go in. No, no, I don't believe that. No, I reckon that's the case. No, I don't... We'll, we'll never know, but yeah. it just happens all the time. I'm sick I, of it. I think people are getting... Uh, it's a bit silly when they I, think that I because Caroline Wilson said so, it, so, they it's went the, and
1: did it. It's the negativity selling the story that I don't get. Yeah, right? So I'll give you an example. I, like I hadn't seen my team win an AFL flag all my life until 2007 when Geelong just thrashed everybody and won the flag. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't get, so I had an appetite for good stories about Geelong all that year. And every week they'd win by 80 points, 100 points, 40 points, 60 points. And every week when I tuned in, listen to the good stories about Geelong, I didn't get any. All I got was they beat St Secure in trouble. Coach's going to get sacked. They're in trouble. They're a mess. They played bad. It was all negativity. And even grand final day, Geelong's won the flag and everybody was chucking darts at Port Adelaide because they lost by that margin. I, it seems as though the media, it's sexier for them to sell the bad
0: news than it is the good news. That's the world we live in, so... Yeah, but it's not. Well, it obviously The is fans want good selling. news. Do they really? Yeah, they do. But it's the fans that get on social media and bag their footy clubs with yeah. negativity all the yeah, time. Bro, bro, I think they're entitled to do that, but I think it's just... Hold on. They're entitled to do it, but a paid journalist yeah. isn't. Yeah, because they're the customer. Oh, no, no, no. The customer's they got a right. job to do. I, I I, think Caroline Wilson gets a raw deal, personally. No, well, I, so I've that She got, got a that one do. right. She got no. the Paddy Cripps one she, wrong. She got the
1: story right. Yes. Right? But that's not the point. What I'm saying is the customers want to hear good news about their clubs. Fair enough. So it goes back to my question.
0: Do you think she shouldn't have reported it and said it? I don't know if it was... Look, history
1: says now it's on, right? But when we offer any criticism, we're just told we don't understand journalism. Right, that's, that's the f- yeah. pushback. And they all put the wags in a circle, don't matter what station they're from, what newspaper they're on, you don't get journal... Yeah. Some, I, I don't don't she, tell she, me what she, I don't get.
0: She, she, she goes with it. She, she did get the Paddy Cripps one wrong. I noticed she did take two weeks holiday after that. So she wasn't and, open and, for... And she got it wrong, <laughs> she and she didn't apologise? Yeah, true, yeah. The she, newspaper apologised? Has she ever? I don't no. know. she's the newspaper that. apologised.
1: Yeah. That's they? not right. Did that's they? not right. Newsp- the age... Did well, the, the newspaper apologised or Channel Nine, one of the two, oh, okay. but she didn't. Wow. So um, anyway, all right. hey, but that's it, mate. It's, uh, that's got all. another one. Oh, you got one more? Got okay. Yeah. And I did. Come on, man.
0: I did one a couple of weeks ago on a motel in Dalesford. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm going to hit another motel. <laughs> Righto. Come on. I don't get motels. You pay good money, 175 dollars a night. I'm mm. there for five nights. Yeah. Uh, 750 ran it off. Yeah. And they're giving me one ply toilet paper that wouldn't wipe <laughs> mascara <laughs> off an eye. And they expect well, me to do you
1: wipe y- mascara off your eye? No, what I'm saying, it wouldn't kind of, do that job. Well, it's a different kind of mascara it's Same a different gola. kind of eye. So. It's the same colour.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't do that job. Yeah. So why are they putting one-ply toilet paper in there? So I've learnt, Wiz, I stop at Woolworths or Coles. And buy your P tickets. And I, I, I have my own.
1: Good on you. So they must good think when
0: the cleaner comes in when I go out he hasn't had a bog in five days. This place is something wrong with him. He's a bit, he's a bit blocked up. No. Oh, I'm absolutely certain. Come on, certain man. That, uh, come on all right, man. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree. Anyway, Don't get me started oh, on the pillows. Oh, I'm absolutely certain that there are fans of this show, if there <laughs> are any, that are sitting around now, and uh, they feel a little more enlightened. Do you reckon they've got a visual? Top for us to do our West Gippsland preview here on Saturdays in Gippsland as the umpires head out onto the ground. for. So I just want to test this, right? Before yep. we finish on Come On, Man, yep. uh, on the ridiculous scale. You've heard of the Richter scale? Yep. Right, for the earthquake. This is the ridiculous scale. So once we get beyond six or seven, we're dealing with complete idiots. <laughs> uh, and so for a 10 past two game, here's 148. The teams have been on the ground for 20 minutes, and the umpire's coming onto the ground now. 10 past two. I know who's running this show, mate, but that is a fair a mess. There's anyway. a few,
0: few of them there too. just uh, anyway. On. Four, Come on,
1: man. Two, That'll do for Come on, man. Time for them. our preview. Before we get to our West Gippie preview, Brad, uh, we don't have a lot of time left, I just want to give a little promo Ooh. to something we promoted last year. It's on again this year. This is for a great cause. This is uh, Raising Awareness for Mental Health and Emergency Services. This mm. is the OTLR Outside the Locker Room. It's called the fifth annual OTLR Cup. Uh, this is where a bunch of people get together and the idea for raising money for... Uh, an awareness for mental health and emergency services, community footy and netball at its absolute best, uh, and changing the game for mental health in sport. This one is, uh, the big day is out at Lang Lang Rec Reserve on Friday the 29th of September. That's a Friday before the AFL Grand Final. This is a fantastic event. And to the people who organise it every year, they do a great job. So yes. uh, you can, I think, further details. Is there a website? No, I'll get that. I'll give it to you in the next few weeks. We'll promo this a few times. It's the Nepean Seagulls against the Bayside Sharks in the OTLR annual fifth annual cup, I think it is, raising awareness for mental I health if and you go to the services.
0: Outside the Locker Room Facebook page, you'll find all that. And a cheerio to Jake Edwards, who was the founder of Outside the Locker Room, up on the Gold Coast doing really good things. He's now a buyer's agent and he... Just clicked over his first, uh, what was it? Ooh, I might get the figures wrong here, but $20 million in wow. sales okay, so he's going in a right. year.
1: But he was one of the founders of this. Of course, the yeah. other, one of the others is Trav Dorsett. Yes. Colorado, uh, coached uh, in, in footy and uh, had a fair bit to do with a nice guy, Trav. And um, uh, it's a great thing that they do.
0: Just before we go to the preview, you yeah. had your head down reading a bit of paperwork yeah. there. And i just seen... Bunyip coming off the ground to get their jumpers on. The umpire said, what are you doing? And he said, we don't start till ten past two. And I heard the umpire say, we start when I say we start. Yeah, no. So, uh, you people, (laughs) stupid idiots. Stupid Uh,
1: idiots. Unbelievable. Round 13, Whizzer. All right, let's get started with that. The first one today, Curranbarra, Beena versus Bunyip. We might get to that last. Let's take a quick look at the ladder, Brad,
0: while we get a chance. On top, Inverloch on 48 points with a healthy percentage of 320. Phillip Island in second. They're closing that gap, 42 points, with a percentage of 226. it and Delmore sitting third with 36 points and 174 percentage. Nanar in fourth and making a late charge, 34 points, 192 percentage. Coraline in fifth on 32 points, on 137 percentage. And Warrigal sit in sixth position on 24 points with 119% just outside is Kilcunderbass and Dalston on 20 points. So they're a game out of the six.
1: All right. Now, before we preview these games, I just want to be back in the studio. Blake, I don't know whether you're listening to us. We've just had a confirmation the game's going to start at 2 o'clock. I don't know whether we're able to bring our next break forward or not. You can let me know. Just send me a message or whatever. Maybe we can get out of here a little bit sooner. I'm not sure, but I've set confirmation by a hand signal that they want to start at 2 o'clock, not 10 past. So we'll see how we go there. Now, first up, Turretton Delmore against Warrigal Industrials, Brad. Uh, that's uh, going to be a pretty good one there. There's a fair bit on the line. Uh, Turridan, the reigning premiers, and uh, they've already beaten them once this year, if I've got my facts right. Uh, and they're looking a bit vulnerable at the moment after losing last week, the Seagulls. Chance for the uh, Dustys here to lock in
0: a spot in the finals. Uh, third play, six, and Turidan Delmore have now lost two games in a row, albeit against the top two, in Inverloch and Phillip Island. So that will be a beauty out there at Turridan Delmore. Uh, Warrigal Industrials uh, closing the gap now, but I'm going to go it and Delmore in a close one at home. Yeah, I've got a feeling the Dusties might surprise in, in yep. this case, so we'll yep. just wait and see. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Coraline sitting fifth at home. They take on the fourth place, Nana Goon. This should be an absolute beauty. Well, interesting. Nana
1: Goon, they've won six in a row. They might actually be the form side in this are. competition right yep. now, looking pretty good. In fact, their last loss, would you believe it? Was against Coral Inn. We called it. We called it. And Man, that, that was, was a, a terrific great game. game of footy. So that one promises to be a beauty. I don't know, can you separate them?
0: I'm going to go No Na Goon, um, but he'll, no, toss of the coin, but because I've got to give a tip, I'll go No Goon. Yeah,
1: no, fair enough, too. And um, the other game, so I think it's uh, Garfield facing Envelope the, the, uh They'd be resting a few today, you'd imagine, the yeah. Sea Eagles, but they should get that one done. That's at Envelope. Yep. And Daleson <laughs> against Cooey Rupp is the other one. Cooey
0: Rupp. Yeah. Go, Dalston, myself.
1: Yeah, I think so. They should get that one done. And finally, today, more than four points on the line, you'd have to say, with this one. It's 11th versus 12th. Don't forget. Achilles Bass and Phillip Island, of course. At home, arch rivals, these two. They do not like each other. No, they don't. And as much as they might try, the Panthers aren't up to it. Phillip Island are a terrific footy side. Yep. Uh,
0: They haven't lost since round two, so I'd imagine they'll get it done. Yeah, Phillip Island for mine. It should be a beauty in that uh, the one today was... I'm going to go and upset the winless Bunyip. All right. Well, I don't know, but I think I'm going to go for the home side here. But it will be reasonably close,
1: you would imagine. So, uh, and as I say, more than four points on the line here. The loser, almost certainly Wooden Spooner for the 2023 season. And some sort of nourishment for either side to win this one last time they met. Uh, it was Curranbarra got up in round one. Nothing since then. One win between them in 12 rounds of footy. And changes to these lineups today, Brad, So I'll quickly give you those. Yep. I think we've got about a minute before we go back to the studio. Uh, four changes for Curranbarra, Beaner, Zach Walker, Harris, Smith and Fermanis come into the side for Sewell, Sawyer, Spencer and Morley. Four changes at Bunyan, if I've got it right. Steele, White, Wolf and McLeod come in for Henschel,
0: Osborne, Williams and Knight. Just quickly, the goal kickers, Nathan Gardner, on top with 65. In second place, Taylor Gibson from Kukunda Bass on 38. Dermot Yawney from Nanagoon making a late charge. He's in third spot on 37. Mason McGarrity from the Warrigal Industrials on 34. And Toby Marney, who will miss a few games with a Hamstring from Inverloch Kongwak, is in fifth spot on 31. So I would say Nathan Gardner... Uh, With a lead of 27 goals, hasn't got a problem with winning that. I think he's uh, fifth in the state overall.
1: Don't think he's going to get the tonne, though, but it's still a terrific season from Nate so far. Keep himself fresh for the finals coming up. And they're on the horizon all of a sudden, the finals. This has been Saturdays in Gippsland. It's almost time for us to go. Not far off a start here for the match of the day on 91.3 and Trafalgar and can't remember... In the match of the day, 91.3 as well. Still plenty to come here on SCN Track. Don't go anywhere. Live footy coming up.